You're listening to the Tech Made Simple podcast, episode number eight. Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. There are just a few times in my life that I made the move to a new email account. The first time I made a change was when I was using AT&T as my internet provider, and they provided me with an email account with my internet service. It was basic email, and that's all I needed at the time. However, the problem was that I was stuck with that service provider. If I wanted to change providers, I would have to lose my email account since it was tied to that particular service provider. I switched my sbcglobal.net email account to a Gmail account. That was when Google was first out there. I wanted something that was free and wouldn't be tied to a specific internet provider in order to have that account. It's hard to believe this, but Google was started in 2004. They actually launched on April Fool's Day. It seemed like ages ago that Google created this new email service. They just so happen to be one of the top free email providers out there. The second time I ever had to switch email accounts was when I got married and changed my name. I liked Google's Gmail service so much that I wanted to create another Gmail account with my new married name. Maybe you're one of those people that has a Yahoo email account and you want to take advantage of what another platform has to offer with a new email address. Or maybe you just want to Start fresh and clean up all the junk mail or spam mail you get in your inbox. Creating a new email account is super easy, but communicating to everyone you know or transitioning your history information or subscriptions you have associated with that email is usually the issue. Those that know me understand that I never do anything without researching, making a plan, or building a process before I make changes. In today's episode, I want to share with you my process that I use for switching my email accounts. This process will provide you with a seamless transition from all your information into your new account. These are simple steps to follow to prevent you from missing any emails you were previously receiving and to communicate with your friends and family of your new email address. So let's get started. Before I start, I want to point out first that these steps are not specific to any platform. This is meant to be a step-by-step process for you to use when you want to make changes to an email account, regardless of who your email provider would be. Also, you will want to follow these steps using your computer to access your accounts. Yes, you can do some things on your smartphone, but it will certainly be easier for you to manage this transition from a computer. So on to step one, create your new email account on the platform you want to use. Not sure what naming convention you want to use for your new account? Let me help you with some ideas. Historically, most people would create an email account with their first name or first initial and last name. And if the name was already used when you signed up, then you would get some number included in the email address. Or maybe you wanted to incorporate a year or date that represents you. 
I wouldn't recommend having a date or year added to your email account because that really isn't safe. If you haven't listened to episode number three, where I talk about security and passwords, you should go back and listen to that episode. Nowadays, people are using their complete first and last name as an email address. It tends to be more representative of the person and easier for you to give out to others. Take some time to think about how you want your name, your email account. You don't have to just take what you get. You can personalize it for yourself. On to step two, forwarding your old email accounts to your new email account. This is an important step for you to get started with using your new email account. It also puts all your email in one place for you to manage so you don't miss out on anything. All email services allow you to forward your email to another email account or provider. You will have to search the help or support documentation for your email provider for how to forward your email. For example, if you're switching from Yahoo to Google, do a Google search on how to forward Yahoo Mail to Gmail, or try how to forward AT&T Mail to Gmail. There will be several results that will give you the step-by-step -step instructions for you to forward your email to your new account. So once you get your email forwarded, you will need to take note of some things. Which brings me to step three, managing your subscriptions with your old email account. This is going to be a two-part step. First, you will want to take note of all the subscriptions you are receiving an email from. You may not realize it, but you have subscribed to several email lists over time, and you may or may not want to continue to receive those emails. This will be an opportunity to decide if you still want to receive them or not. Secondly, you will need to also take note of all the subscription accounts you have where you used your old email account as your user ID. You will need to make an update to all of those websites. Otherwise, you will have an issue with your account later on. This would also be an opportunity to close out subscription accounts that you no longer want to use. This can be a time-consuming step, but you can also look at this as getting a fresh start, cleaning up the digital imprint that you have made with your email account. So now that you have made a foundation with your new email account, on to step number four, migrating your contacts and calendar information. This is a simple process for you to do with your email account. All providers have a way for you to export your contacts from your old email account and import them into your new email account. You will have to search your email provider help or support documentation for how to export and import your information, but it is typically an easy process to do. As mentioned in episode number six, where I talked about how to organize and manage your contacts, this may be your time to purge and merge all those contacts you have within the old email account. So you can have a fresh and updated listing in your new email account. Don't forget about your calendar that was associated with your previous email account. You can also export and then import into your new email account. You may or may not want to collect your history from your calendar, but at least you know the option exists. Once you have moved your contacts and calendar entries, you are ready for the next step. For step number five, transfer your historical emails from your old account into your new account. 
This step will be a little more involved. You will need to use an application on your computer in order for you to transfer all your old emails to your new email account. If you are already using a desktop application, more than likely you will be able to use that app to transfer or move any old emails to your new email account. There are free apps you can use to make this transition. Depending on how many emails you have in your old email account will determine how long this might take to transfer to your new email account. If you are using a Mac, then you can use MacMail to do this transfer. All you will need to do is add the old and the new email account within the system preferences, and you can drag and drop all the emails from the old into the new account. I'll provide a link to the instructions for this process in the show notes. For those of you who have a Windows machine and you have been using Outlook, then you can use that app to do the transfer or move. If you access your email through a web browser, then you will need to install an app to make this transfer or move. You can use a free app called Thunderbird. This is an open source application that has great support documentation that even the novice users can install and quickly know how to use for your email accounts. I use this app when I owned a Windows machine. It's a great email client that is simple to use for managing all your email accounts. I will provide a link to this app in the show notes. Okay, so now that you have moved your information to your new account, it's time for step six, communicating your new email account. This is going to be a three-part step. First, you need to send out an email to your friends and family members to let them know of your new email address, asking them to update your contact information. If you are going to send this out to everyone in your contact list, then you will want to email this to yourself and add all your contacts to the BCC or blind copy area in the address field. Second, this is optional, but you may want to set up an auto reply in your old email account that tells anyone that sends an email to you that you have a new email address. And the third item is to add a note to your signature for your new email account that lets people know that you have a new email address and you want them to update their contact information for you. Consider this communication, your we've moved note to everyone you correspond with so that you know you want them to use your new email account going forward. Add a funny spin on this email, using a funny subject line that gets your family members to pay attention to your news of the change in email address. Now on to final step, step number seven, deleting your old email account. Just like those jeans that no longer fit because you lost weight, you can determine when you will be deleting your email account. I recommend that you keep your old email account for six months to a year just so you can run through an entire year to get all the accounts, email subscriptions you might have missed. Once you have determined the date, mark your calendar to remind yourself to delete your old email account. Okay, now I wanna recap on those seven steps that I just went over. Hopefully those steps have simplified the process to make you feel more at ease with switching your email account. Maybe you already have multiple email accounts that didn't know how you could transition your accounts without missing anything. 
Well, let's recap all these steps. Step number one, I talked about creating that email account, but some put some thought into the naming convention for your new account. If you have multiple accounts, then determine which email account you want to be your new primary one. Step two, I covered forwarding your old email into your new email account. This starts the process for you to have all your email in one place. Step three covers managing and noting all the subscriptions and accounts that you have used that the old email account with. Step four was to migrate all your contacts and calendar. Moving this information into a new account will allow you to have all your historical data for reference. Determine if you need to purge or merge some contacts that you previously had in your account. You can also determine if you need to save your calendar events in your new account. Step five is transferring your historical emails you had in your old account, unless you choose not to do this and start fresh. Step six covers communicating your new email address to your friends and family. They will need to know that you want them to communicate with you through this new email account. And finally, step seven, determine the date by which you will delete this email account. If you follow these steps, you will make a successful move to your new email account. I have done this several times in the past and I haven't missed much once I completely transition my information from one account to the other. Email accounts are an important element in cloud technology today. If you're not familiar with the cloud, but want to learn more about it, I've created the perfect online course that walks you through what cloud computing is how it works with your smartphone, and why you should care. I give a deeper dive into the common platforms and benefits you can use today. This is a short course, but is packed with great information. The course is not specific to any type of phone, so you will understand the information as it relates to your smartphone today. The course is called Unleash the Power of Cloud with your smartphone. To learn more about this course, click the link provided in the show notes. If you found today's show informative and helpful, share it with a friend. If you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Until next week, thanks for listening.